Hi, everybody, and welcome back to the NBA's Big 30. This is your host, Yash Parikh, and I hope you're having a great day today. Today, we're going to be detailing the three-team blockbuster trade that sent Kristaps Porzingis to Boston, Marcus Smart to Memphis, and Tyus Jones to Washington. We'll also be talking about the trade that sent John Collins to the Utah Jazz. Oh yeah, I almost forgot. We have a special guest today. Toronto enthusiast and LeBron fan, we have Adit. Hey, I'm excited to be here. Before we go any further, how was LeBronto for you? Uh, it's pretty difficult watching my favorite player knock off my favorite team for years, but I got through it. The 2019 playoff run was great, and it kind of ended the whole thing. That's great. Without further ado, let's start talking about the Porzingis trade. All right, in this trade, Kristaps Porzingis of the Washington Wizards was traded to the Boston Celtics. The full trade details are as follows. The Celtics acquired Kristaps Porzingis and two first-round picks. The Grizzlies got Marcus Smart, and the Wizards got Mike Pascal, Danilo Gallinari, Tyus Jones, and a second-round pick from Boston. Blockbuster indeed. Let's break down the trade for each team involved. On the Celtics side of things, this trade shakes them up a lot. This helps them utilize their guard depth to help improve their front court. They also lose Marcus Smart, the longest tenured Celtic after being with the team for nine years. They still have Derek White and Peyton Pritchard, though. Yeah, they also have Jalen Brown to act as a shooting guard. Let's break this down. Who is better, Marcus Smart or Derek White? Hmm, two defensive guards. Honestly, Smart is probably better, but White is up there. Yeah, Smart won a defensive player of the year. And I kind of feel like he was the heart and soul of Boston, and he really wanted a, to win a championship there. Yeah, but I think Boston probably won the trade, because and Smart was a necessary sacrifice. That's true. The Celtics were, like, finessing. All they gave up was Marcus Smart, Danilo Gallinari, who was injured all season, Mike Muscala, who didn't play, and a second-round pick. In return, they got Kristaps Porzingis and two first-round picks. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, Porzingis fits well with the team, too. Porzingis averaged 23.2 points, 8.4 rebounds, and 2.7 assists per game for the Wizards last season. He's basically a borderline all-star. He also shot 49.8% from the field, 38.5% from the three-point range, and 85.1% from the free-throw line. Those are some pretty good shooting numbers from a big. Yeah, and I think that Porzingis fits into the Celtics system well. They'll have Derek White, Jalen Brown, Jason Tatum, Kristaps Porzingis, and Robert Williams. And that starting lineup looks absolutely stacked. Let's not forget about the great bench. Let's not forget to cover the other teams. Come on, let's talk about Memphis. Yeah, they traded away Tyus Jones in two firsts for Marcus Smart. That seems like decent value, but two firsts? What do you think about that? The two firsts is really a lot uh, for Marcus Smart, but the... The Grizzlies definitely needed a solid defensive player to round out their squad. Jones was probably the best backup point guard in the NBA. He also had a great steal to turnover ratio. 
That is true. And Tyus Jones is a great veteran to help the Wizards spur their rebuild. How about Marcus Smart in Memphis? Yeah, that's great. He embodies Memphis culture for sure. Yep, Smart is a scrappy hustler, and like you said, this improves Me- Memphis's defense a lot. Jaron Jackson could definitely hold down the front court, but now that Dylan Brooks is gone, Marcus Smart will be necessary. He's like Tyus Jones with better defense and intangibles. I could definitely see the Grizzlies running some small ball featuring Jaw, Bain, Smart, and Jackson. That spacing would work great. Alright, now for the Wizards. Tyus Jones is great for them. They also get some contracts to use for trades in Danilo Gallinari and Mike Muscala. Also, they get a second round pick out of it and ended up being Julian Phillips. Yeah, well, they definitely should have gotten first though. I mean, they were finessed for Bradley Beal and now Kristaps Porzingis too? Yes and no. While they should have gotten some picks, an early second round pick is good. Also, Tyus Jones was part of the trade. Jones can be either flipped for something good or kept and helped the rebuild. Yeah, I definitely think that the Wizards may be planning to flip Tyus Jones as they now have Jordan Poole. Anyways, let's get on to the John Collins trade. John Collins was traded to the Utah Jazz for Rudy Gay in a second round pick. What do you think of this? Finesse with a capital F. Let's look at this trade for Utah. Right. Rudy Gay didn't even play most games, and when he did, he put up around 5 points per game and not much else. Gay also had extremely inefficient shooting. Okay, so what I'm hearing is that an old man who barely even plays anymore was traded for an athletic young forward with lots of potential? Um, don't forget the second round pick if that helps. Really? That doesn't change anything. Sure, John Collins has fallen off a little bit, but he will get a great chance to show himself in Utah. Yeah, that front court in Utah is huge. Markinen at the three, Collins at the four, and Kessler at the five. They also have Kelly Olinick and Taylor Hendricks to come off of the bench. Yeah, the front court is very good. In a few years, we will see Hendricks become a great sixth man. Kessler could be a defensive player of the year candidate. Collins could be a great role player, and Markkinen will be an all-star. How about this trade for Atlanta? Well, they get off Collins' contract, and they also got a second. That's a great rotation player that Atlanta just gave up right there. I think that this trade was a little better for Utah. Alright guys, for this final segment, we're going to be making a player using only guards in their primes. This means that we have to check off five categories and whoever has the better player wins. I'll go first and we'll make it a snake draft. Alright, our categories are shooting, athleticism, size, defense, and rebounding. So for my first pick, uh, give me Steph Curry shooting. One of the best shooters of all time. That's a great pick. 
Um, let me think. There's some really good shooting shooting players right now in the league, and I think that I gotta take prime Clay Thompson. He was really good at shooting. And then for athleticism, Russell Westbrook may not have it anymore, but in his prime, he was dunking on players like Rudy Gobert and all of the tall centers. Let me get Russ. Alright, that's a good pick. Let me think. Let me get let me get D Rose in his prime. MVP, youngest MVP ever, D Rose. His athleticism was crazy. That's a great pick. All right, so now for size, who do you got? Uh, let me think here. You know what? I'm going to take, even though he's not the offensive player he used to be, give me Ben Simmons' build. Ben Simmons has good size. He's pretty tall, and he's very good. Hmm. Well, I was going to take Ben Simmons, but now I think I'm going to take Luka. Luka is really big for a point guard, and he can switch around positions a little bit. That makes him a pretty versatile player. And for my defense, well, in terms of defensive guards, there's really only two up there who are, like, amazing and are still in the league. And I think that I got to take the obvious choice here, Drew Holiday of the Milwaukee Bucks. Ooh, that was going to be my pick. Drew Holiday is a very good player. So since you took Drew Holiday... I think I'm going to have to go with Marcus Smart. Hmm. And what about rebounding for you? Let's see. Rebounding? Point guard rebounding is hard. But I think I'm going to have to go with Josh Hart. He had a great season for New York. Yeah. Yeah, he certainly did. And Josh Hart is actually a really underrated pick. I didn't even think of him because... Really, Josh Hart sometimes plays a forward, but he's mainly a guard. Now, who am I going to take for rebounding? We can take free agents, right? Sure. Alright, then, I think I'm going to take Rajon Rondo. Rondo was a beast at rebounding in his prime. He'd be getting like 14 boards every night over all the centers, and I think that's a great pick for rebounding. So, yeah. anyways... That's all for today's episode of the NBA's Big 30. Big shout out to Audits for joining us today. And I'll see you guys next time on the NBA's Big 30.